Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Ashley Brooke Roberts. And I'm Baffled Maritato. <laughs> I can't believe you stole the thunder. <sighs> Guys, did not prepare for Ashley to do the introduction. I'm thrown. I wanted to swoop in, see if I could catch you, you know, off your game. See what I could do, you know, bring that heat. <laughs> bringing the heat. Yeah, it sounds like you're bringing the heat right now. <laughs> Watch out, we're on, we're on the verge of my dad telling me we're phoning it in. Oh so you my better God. get that energy up. Okay, let's start again. Shake some stuff. Are you ready? Here we go. All right, I'm ready. Here we okay, go. go. One, go, go. two, three. Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. I'm your host, Ashley Brooke Roberts, and this is a podcast all about my life. I'm going to talk about what TV I've been watching, where I've been, who I've been with, and my thoughts on general things happening across this country. Joining me today is my ever loyal, trusty sidekick, Nick Maritato. <laughs> You know what? At first, I was like, uh, very funny, but this sounds like a podcast I'd love to listen to. Mm -hmm. So uh, as long as it uh, requires me to not know anything about anything, uh, I'm in. So uh, let's do it. Yeah, those are the rules. But also as a sidekick, I do need you to make like noises when necessary. Well, I'm going to make noises as I always do, and I am going to participate. But if you're really driving this podcast and this is you're just taking it over, then let's let's do it. What do you got for us? We got a lot to talk about right off the top let's get into the poison cloud that hung above our sweet little neighborhood in los angeles on thursday last week yeah that's pretty good <laughs> made a noise lily thinks you're gonna give her a treat Aww, <laughs> if she comes over i gotta give her a treat she's looking at me like yes and can i help you that's our little signal to lily to let her know she needs to get her ass over here because we're gonna give her a treat it's a whistle yeah so don't make that maybe a boing Boing. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Okay, so let me just tell you guys, I want to set up this story and let you know that I, every Thursday, I walk from our apartment down the street. It's about a 10, 15 minute walk to another house in our neighborhood. And I go and I write in this woman's backyard. I meet with a bunch of people I kind of know, didn't know them before. Now I would say we were pretty strong acquaintances. We meet at 10 a.m. We talk about what we're going to write on, what we're going to write about that day. And then we go off. We write for three hours. We come back. We talk about how it went. It's like a supportive group. We're not writing things together, but we're writing next to each other. Does that make sense? It's all outside. It's all in this woman's backyard. It's lovely. It's wonderful. I'm getting so much done, y'all. It's truly LA. Everyone there is like talking about a movie that they're writing or some, you know, a commercial that they're directing. And it's a lot of actresses and cool people. Yeah, I don't feel that cool there. That's that's for another time. So I go, I go to walk this Thursday to this house. I go to walk, do, 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 do. And I smell... Uh, something that can just only be described as burning plastic. And I was like, oh, that was good. <laughs> and I was like, um, huh, L.A. smells kind of gross today. Just one of those days, L.A. is not going to smell good. That's what I was thinking. I'm from New York. I know that cities kind of have different smells at different times. You know, I was just like, today's burning plastic day. I go to this woman's backyard. She has like burnt some sage. She has some candles lit. You know, I'm kind of in this covered area. It's like a, it's a garage, but all the, all the sides are open. I don't know what you would call that but that's what I'm in um so I can't really smell anything besides the stuff the lady is burning and then at the end of this three hours I get a text from my friend who lives down the street and it's like hey guess what 
there's a poison cloud over our neighborhood. We're supposed to shelter in place. Uh-oh. And we were supposed to have sheltered in place like all morning. From the time I smelled that burning plastic at 9.45 a.m. to noonish, we should have been inside. But I just was walking around outside, breathing it in. You know, really becoming one with my surroundings. Yeah, Ashley came home. She was super freaked out. It's like, I'm dead. I'm going to die. Upset. She was, let's just say, upset. Imagine you, dear listener, you just spent three hours outside. You knew something was off in the morning. Something smelled a little funky. You chose to ignore it. Now, three years later, it feels like you smoked a couple of cigarettes. Three years later? Three three hours later. Three hours later. How good was that toxic waste? It feels like you smoked a couple of cigarettes. You don't think you'd be freaking out? You don't think you'd be looking up numbers online? Chemical spill numbers. Who to sue? Who to call? I've been poisoned. That's what I felt like. I texted Nick when I was at the house. I texted Nick. I said, Nick, get inside right now. There's a chemical cloud above our house. And it's like, okay, we'll do. I got a ride back to the house from someone there because I was like, I don't want to walk through this stuff. They were, like, they were like, totally understand. I pull up to the house. Nick's just sauntering in. He didn't run home. He didn't care. Nick, explain yourself. I got the notice and I walked, was on a walk on break at my job and I hustled home. You didn't hustle. There was no hustle in those legs. You were strolling. I had been on a long walk. I was tired. (laughs) I was tired at that point. But I don't know. I, I, you know, I got in and we closed the windows and then you were in sort of a mood for the rest of the day. I thought I had been poisoned. Yes. But I kept telling you what? It's not a big deal. Yeah. And what happened? I don't know. Five years were taken (laughs) off my life. Who knows? (laughs) Yes. But you didn't drop dead that afternoon. So I really win the argument there. I guess we'll find out in 20 years what happened. It's a long time from now, hon. I'm pissed. And who do you even sue? Here's the thing. This is what pisses me off the most. This is what pisses me off. I get alerts on my damn phone all of the time. And and they're important, okay? An an elderly person is missing. Yes. Silver alert. Silver alert. Give me that on my phone. But also, give me a freaking alert on my phone if there's a poison cloud over the house. How am I supposed to find out to shelter in place? I'm just supposed to be on Twitter all of the time? That's how I'm supposed to find out? Text me. You got my number, government. Government, you have my number. Hit me up. I know they do. They're telling me that people are missing. Tell me about the poison cloud. It was interesting. Um, You know, for a second, I was like, oh, is this like a toxic Avenger situation? Is Ashley going to just turn into like a gooey mess? You know, but she just, you know, felt bad. (laughs) Did I even explain that there was a chemical spill? I did that, right? And that the chemical spill caused the poison cloud. Okay, because the chemicals evaporated and then just kind of hung out in a cloud over our neighborhood. Yeah, and Ashley just like huffed it. I just was breathing it in, (laughs) just thinking to myself, wow, city's stinky today. I hope that script you were writing, it was uh, good. I mean, I did get some good work done. I will. Maybe that's the trick. Yeah. Smoking on a little chemi spill. Yeah. Chemical spill is the name of some weed up the street. At the uh, weed place. Kimmy Spill? Yeah, they call it Kimmy Spill. No, they don't. You made that up. Of course I made it up. I just (laughs) rifted here. You checked your texts. I'm looking at our list that you made me write down. This is your show. What else are we talking about, Ash? I mean, that is crazy. Write in. Tell us. Did you you get involved in the chemical spill? Who knows? 
Did I get involved in it? No, I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners. I'm doing our radio show. I don't know what show. you're doing. We're doing a different type of a show. Yeah. You started the show off. Yeah. I'm just do- servicing Oh, you're just parroting it back. Okay. You're doing like the sidekick thing. You're like saying like, let us know, folks. You're, you're rounding out the bit. Yes. <laughs> what is going on here? I, oh, wait a minute. The fucking chemical spill. <laughs> this motherfucker's How brain you? dead. How dare you? <laughs> All right. What's next? Um, what do you want to talk about on our list? You pick a topic. No, As my sidekick, you can pick a topic. This oh. is not what sidekicks do. Yeah, sometimes all. sidekicks get to like have some power and some control. And listen, you pick a topic and I'll decide whether or not I want to talk about it. Let's talk about we went to Disneyland yesterday just so you could film a bit. Yeah, so I'm doing the at-home film fest on Thursday. Nope, Wednesday of this week. So That's tomorrow. tomorrow night on the internet. If you want another dose of at Douche. 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 You want a you douche. Want douche? If you want another douche. You want a douche of that chemical spill? Of ABR slash Ashley Brooke Roberts. Well, then you got to go over to athomefilmfestival.com, get that link. That's is it not, not the it? address. What is this? <laughs> it used to be at home fest, but I don't, no one's maintaining the okay, website. Okay, then get over to. Come to my Instagram, Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Roberts. And guess what? It's not just me. Nick's going to be there too, okay? So you'll see both of us doing our thing. Well, you won't see me, but I am going to do a film for it. He's doing a film. You'll see it. But it's hosted by Ashley and uh, Sarah Talamash. And Mm -hmm. it uh, Ashley hosts videos of uh, some very uh, uh, fun and creative uh, artists. uh, And they do little short films. And uh, the theme is the color red. The theme is the color red. Each Each month, it's a different theme. So it'll be fun. Our friends make cool vids. You're going to like them. Now, I pointed out, see, the color red was- You a, did not point this out. I did point out. this out. I asked you about it, and you were like, yeah, of course. I know what you're going to say. I can't believe you're <laughs> trying to take credit for <laughs> I this. I thought I pointed this out. Babe, you did not point well, this out. Well, then you better explain what's going on here. So we had picked the color red for our February show. It was kind of like we did rom-coms last year. And this year we were like, let's just pick the color red. If people want to do love, they can. Right. Because of Valentine's also, Day. Folks. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they could do anger or whatever. And then we had some technical difficulties. Sarah actually was out of the country. And so we weren't able to do the show. So we pushed till March. Yeah. It was a technical difficulty that brought Sarah out of the country. She was uh, <laughs> on her laptop. She got struck by lightning, dropped a Gatorade on the laptop, and she was sent to Key get West. this. <laughs> Key West, but not that Key West, because that's in the country. Right. Aruba, actually. That's yeah. where she went. Okay, she went to Aruba. Yeah. Um, so, okay, where was I? Uh, basically, they canceled February and then just was like, we'll do it in March. And then they were like, well, we'll keep the theme because we'll we already the told theme. the performers the theme. What if they started... Uh, doing their movies already. Don't want to change the theme. And then I pointed Nick, out Nick, how dare you? So that I'm sitting here one day and I'm like, gosh, we can't do the color red. Russia is invading the Ukraine. This is serious. People are going to think that we're doing some sort of Russia show calling it the color red. And so I asked Nick, hey, what do you think about this? Am I being paranoid? Am I being a little much? 
I do have a history of being a little much. And Nick was like, um, no, you are not being a little much. You should definitely change the theme. I'm totally on board. And um, then I asked Sarah and Sarah was like, no, you guys are being a little much. No one's going to think that. And even if they do, we can say it up top. Hey, guys, we don't support Russia. So now, you know, that's our stance. And I was like, yeah, I guess just saying it, calling it out. We'll make it okay. I can't believe you tried to claim that as your observation. I flagged it. You know what? You need to start making some observations and stop claiming some <laughs> observations. That's for damn straight sure. So Ashley made us go to Disneyland on a Sunday. We had already been to Disneyland the previous Sunday. And then we had to get up, drive to Disneyland when we didn't even have tickets to Disneyland that day. I wanted to, to film go- something at Downtown Disney, which right. is like a shopping center outside of Disneyland. And so we were just going to go to downtown Disney. And then Nick was like, should I just get us some ticks? Yeah, some tickets opened up in the morning. So I got a stick. So we ended up going to Disney. Much to my chagrin, I wasn't really prepared for a Disney trip. As soon as we walked inside, like we filmed Ashley's thing for like half hour, 45 minutes before we went in. And then we're like, okay, let's go to Disneyland. And as soon as we went in, I was like, I'm tired. And there's a lot of people here and I want to go home. And Ashley, you can't say that to Ashley. She does not accept that. Nick was hungover, first and foremost. Hey, easy now. <laughs> I was shocked he wanted to go to Disneyland. Easy now. So I was like, yeah, okay, we can go ride a couple rides, have some lunch. But then as soon as we got in there, he was like, I can't believe we're in here. And I was like, it was your idea. And then he got really upset because um, it was a very bright day. Bright sun beating down. We're sweating. We're getting burnt. I decided to finally get my Monsters University hat. Yeah, that I'm a fan of that movie, both movies. So I get the hat and I decide I want to get my little key embroidered on the side. So I go to the little hat shop. I give them my new hat. I say, one key, one magic key embroidery on the side, please. And she goes, okay, $8. I pay her. And then she goes, come back in an hour. Dun, dun, dun. Nick hated that. I didn't hate it. You hated it, babe. <laughs> she didn't even say come back in an hour. It was more like 40 minutes. So it was not 40 minutes. It was 40. Because we just rode the train. No. Oh, we... What it did was we do? come back at 310. It was like two. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. Well, we weren't ex- going to come back to Disneyland because we were going to get lunch in DCA, Disney's California Adventure. So I was like, okay, so I guess we're going to get lunch. And then we have to go all the way through the lines and go all the way back to Disneyland. And I was upset about that. And not only did we have to do that, and not only were the lines double as long, but when we got there, it it said come back at 310. But when we got there, the thing said, come, we'll be back in an hour. No, first so off. It we did had not, to ride the train for an hour. Happened. So Nick Ashley could get so her fucking hat. Nick is so full of it. I'm not full of anything, so, folks. Okay, so after- this is real life. <laughs> And this is how it goes. After we had lunch. Happiest place on earth. I'll fucking give you happiest place on earth. I'll tell you, you want to make Disneyland not the happiest place on earth? Go there once a week. Yeah, we're taking a break, we've decided. But um, <laughs> after we had lunch, we went back to the, the shop. And they told me to come back at 310. And it was like 250. And Nick was like, go in there. Just go in there and ask for your hat. And I was like, I don't want to. And he's like, just do it. So then I walked in there with them. And they had a sign on the register that was like, we'll be back at 315. 320. And Nick was like, what? They said that they're coming at 310. But Nick started <laughs> listening. He started like pushing kids down. <laughs> Pulling shirts off the racks. First of all, I didn't yell. I just got upset. And I probably cursed, but not under my breath. 
Now, we went and rode the train. The train was great. Disneyland Railroad. Not under those circumstances. Not under duress. was so mad the whole time. It was literally like the (laughs) cutest, like uh, most whimsical thing. And then I would look over at Nick and he'd just be like, his his jaw kind of like shooting out a little bit further than the top of his teeth and kind of pulling it back and forth in that way that you know means he's mad. (laughs) (laughs) I was just so done. I wanted to go home. It was ridiculous that we had to go there to film this video the video was hard because i had we got there actually like i don't really want to do it (laughs) i just had such a hard time because i've got a i play like a big character and there were so many people around like seven foot tall like there were yeah i play a big character har 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 it's like a loud obnoxious character that i was trying to play and there were like I don't know, 20,000 people around By the us. way, was this a character? Because this is you just yelling at me. Yeah. And that's basically that's what happened. That's my character. And then, well, why, were you in character the whole day after you shot the video? Because that's how it went. No, I was very agreeable. <laughs> I even went on the freaking poo ride because Nick was like, let's go on Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, okay, babe. If that's what What's you wrong want. with going on Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> that was the oh, one oh. ride. He's like, we're going to go on one <laughs> ride. And I was like, how about Splash Mountain? How about Big Thunder? Like, incredible. I knew we'd be on Winnie the Pooh and a queue that's, that is outdoors. I knew we would be on Winnie the Pooh in 15 minutes. And we were. We were on it in like 10 minutes. And it was the only ride we went on. If, Not If, if we true. hadn't gone on the Disneyland Railroad. Yeah. Which saved us, honestly. Can you imagine going all the way out to Disneyland and just going on Winnie we the Pooh? We didn't. We were just going to go all the way out to Disneyland just so you can shoot this video. I know. Tune but in then- tomorrow night, folks, and checking <laughs> this video out. Was it worth of an hour ride in traffic? Mm. You be the judge. Well, then you <laughs> wanted to get tickets to Disneyland. That's on you. You have to admit that. It is on I didn't me. even look. It is on me. Yeah. It is on Take me. Take some freaking responsibility but, I mean, if we went down for your there, actions. If, if, Ashley, if we would have went down there... For what the shooting that went on, that would have been crazy, wouldn't it not? No, I thought we were going to go down there, shoot, and get some lunch. I had up some of the lunch options outside the park. How do you feel? What do you bring into the, my podcast is my question to you, <laughs> some my damn dude. entertainment. That's what? Ha- what do you bring into I'm bringing my some entertainment. podcast? It just seems like you're a freaking contrarian. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I'm, I'm telling you what I want to talk so about. So far, I've told everyone about my, the poison cloud, my experience. Going to Disney, also my experience. You went to the Soho House this week, didn't you? Ash? I did go to the Soho House, but we're not going to. Why don't you tell them what you know about the Soho House? I don't know nothing about the Soho House. <laughs> I've never been there. Well, what have you done this week? Nothing. I've done nothing. I have a damn job, Ashley Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> not like Ashley. Nah, I'm never getting a job yeah. again. If you ever ask Ashley, you getting a job soon? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah i decided i'm not getting a job oh cool like i didn't them. know you could do that yeah i'm out i'm out i'm done um yeah so i don't know i don't really have anything uh, alone to talk about other than television which we are going to talk about but i was trying to hold that off for a little bit i'll tell them about the soho house yeah yeah you put it on a list of things i it made me think we had a full episode to <laughs> So you have to talk about it. So I don't know if you guys know what it is, but it's like I'm I'm I kind of did not know what it was until recently. But it is, you know, it's a membership based clubhouse around the world. So there's one in London. There's one in New York. There's one in L.A. There's one in Paris. And you pay to be a member and they've got um, 
you know, very nice luxury hotels that you can rent. So it's like good for travelers, but you can only stay at their luxury hotel if you are a Soho House member. And then you can hang out there and like each floor is a different thing. Like one floor is a gym and another floor is a restaurant and another floor is a club and another floor is like a bar and a rooftop pool. Um, it's just very swanky. And my friend recently became a member. It was very exciting. So we went and had dinner on the rooftop. Um, and it was just kind of, it was in the, the downtown LA arts district. It felt like, first off, it was, the food was great. The surroundings were great. Everybody looked really good. Everybody looked rich, but it felt like something that would have meant a lot more to me when I was like 27. Do you know what I mean? Like if I had gone there when I was like in my twenties and thought like had a more, a more um, status-based hunger, you know, oh, I want to be like a cool artist in a membership program or whatever, it would have like hit me harder. But I did feel kind of like, oh, this is cool. I like this. But it didn't just kind of pull me in in the same way. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, but you came home and you said that we have to become members. We do have to become members, yeah. Strictly for the the um, the status. workout room. We have one in the apartment yeah but this one was huge and it's like ah, it looked awesome they have like a spa they have you know we do have one in the apartment complex that i go to a lot nick has never been to where's the sauna man here yeah i've been to it i walked outside it but i haven't been inside it oh okay um i found it is that what you're asking yeah yes i found it i found it where is it it is so when you walk into the uh, management office it's to the right Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of where you think it would be. Um, but the Soho House was great. Here's the thing that I thought was interesting. On the roof, I decided to take a like quick video of the sunset because it was a beautiful LA sunset, like orange, yellow, purple. The sky was on fire. And right before I did, my friend Marlena was like, just so you know, you're not supposed to take pictures of anything inside the Soho house. Like it's not something you're allowed to like take pictures of and share. And she was like, I think it's fine if you take a picture of the sunset. And I was like, okay, great. So I took a picture of the sunset. I put it up on Instagram. Someone from New York, a friend from New York messaged me and goes, uh, 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 you're not supposed to take pictures. It's like, how did they freaking know? They must've just seen like a pattern on the towel or something and like recognized it. It blew my mind that they were able to figure it out. Did they report you? No. Uh-uh. They were a pal. They were a pal. Oh, okay. But they did let me know that they knew I was at the Soho House. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And it was it kind of felt like a little bonding moment between the two of us. Um, And did you eat food there? Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it good? Yeah. I had, we had, I had a soup because I wanted something warm. It was chilly. I had a vegetable soup. It was delicious. And we split fries. Uh-huh. And I got like a mocktail that was really good. That's right. Yeah. Because of the cleanse. The cleanse. The cleanse. Cleanse almost over, right? Yeah, but I'm not going back to coffee. Insanity. I'm not going. I got all these teas. Yeah, I actually got some tea that disguises itself as a coffee. Yeah, it's so good. I'm obsessed. I got all these different blended teas from this company called Rasa. It's like R-A-S-A. And it's a coffee alternative. It's like chicory and all sorts of cacao mixtures you know you let it steep you let it get all the good flavor in and it's kind of bitter like a coffee nick had some last night and he was like nah not for me but i'm obsessed i'm into it well because it tastes like bad coffee it tastes like delicious coffee when you're drinking coffee it tastes like bad coffee if you're like starving yourself of coffee i'm sure it tastes great yeah 
I thought it was so good, but I, I see your point. I see your point. Um, it's kind of like when you don't eat sugar and you have an apple and you're like, oh my yeah. God, this is so good. But yeah. then if you're just eating Snickers every day and you eat an apple, you're like, yeah. what is this shit? Yeah, this stuff sucks. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like dirt. <laughs> Tastes like fucking earth. <laughs> my mouth. Um, I'm into this coffee and I'm not going back to regular coffee. I might get some decaf. I've been weighing the pros and cons of decaf. Decaf has a minuscule amount of caffeine in it. I'm okay with that. Is it... Do you know if it's as much as in a tea bag? It's definitely less because there's 45 milligrams of caffeine in a tea bag. So I have one tea bag in the morning. And then a cup of coffee is supposed to be 90 milligrams of caffeine. And then uh, decaf is five milligrams. So it's like nothing. It's just a, a little, it's like a, the, the ghost of caffeine. It's got a taste. A hint, a hint of caffeine. Just a teeny tiny taste. Well, I didn't go to the Soho house, but Ashley and I went out uh, and saw some live comedy, sort of. We didn't really see it. We heard it. It's like we went to a podcast taping, kind yeah. of. We went to a show um, titled Good Heroin. Uh, it's hosted by a guy named uh, Dave Ross, very funny comedian. And um, it's a popular show. It's at a bookstore, and it's in the backyard, so it's outdoors. And we went with a couple of friends, Um and uh, some comics and stuff, and because uh, we had some friends on the bill and this and that, so we parked and then just kind of hung out in a parking lot because the spillover of this comedy show wouldn't even allow us to get near the backyard. Yeah, it was wild. And that's purely because it's a, a popular show, but really because there were famous people on the show. Lots of famous people on the show, but also like we got there pretty much on time yeah which i was like the, you know, the the hosting set was happening as we got on got there yeah but the show started at eight we got there at like eight ten, and i was like surely the show like if the show's listed it as eight i'm assuming it's gonna start at eight thirty. we got there at eight ten. the host was doing his thing doing his thing yeah but it was fun we were hanging out in a parking lot got seeing a lot see of old pals old pals felt like uh old time time in new york where you hang out adjacent to a comedy show and just talk yeah. through all the comedians yeah it felt very new york <laughs> uh but it was cool um to see some uh friends uh um i think the place was packed m m i think because of two reasons number one uh nicole Byer was on the show yes um who's very funny and also very famous at the moment uh and two uh snl's melissa villasenor or villasenor yeah either if you want to say it the white way or the right way mm. um was on the show and uh i've never met melissa uh, ashley hadn't until last night or that night or you've met her before i've actually i think we did a show together in new york butter boy i saw her come in and i've actually been watching snl lately i, I i'll tell you i watched it religiously until i was probably out of high school and then after high school, like when I turned 17 or 18, I pretty much never watched it again, aside from like an episode here or there, lots of clips online, but really never watched it again until like quarantine. And then I started kind of getting into watching SNL again. Most of that is because I never had a, a TV that you you couldn't really stream SNL up until Hulu started streaming it like five or yeah, so years true. ago. Yeah, that's true. You had to get like a DVD, like best of. Right. It just wasn't anywhere. And I didn't have cable because uh, I was a broke guy in my 20s. Still don't have cable, actually. But um, you do have that YouTube live. Yeah, I, I pay like three times as much as <laughs> anybody yeah, we else pay. with Nick the, streaming, for all services the streaming services and blah, blah, blah. But 
Um, I'm watching SNL again. So now, you know, somebody being on SNL is more interesting to me. Because I, before people would be like, oh yeah, there's that guy on SNL. He's going to be there. And I'd be like, who? And they'd be like, this guy. And I'd be like, I don't know who that is. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, but I've been watching it. So when um, Melissa Villasenor came, uh, walked in that uh, backyard, I was a little starstruck. I was like, I've, I watched three episodes of her television show last weekend just to catch up. Um, so she was there and then she, I saw she was talking to Ashley, like people that we were around and talking to, but Ashley seemed to be like in her own world over there. And then I was like, okay, I'm not going to saunter over there. But I ended up getting into a conversation with another friend separately. And, uh, turns out Ashley got to have a nice conversation with Melissa Villasenor and did not pull me in there. So I could also have a conversation with her and I'm, I'm legitimately upset. My, our- I, she left me. She saw me <laughs> next to us, like with my back towards that area. I didn't talking what am I to my to dumbass friend. Chris Hold on Laker. one second. Hold on. Let me get my fiance to come over here. He definitely wants to get in. No, on this you conversation. just kind of pull me in. Like you were you too love far me, away, babe. And then I'll do the rest. And you know what? And that's what you get for not sticking to my side. That's what you get. You were too far away. If you had stuck with me, you would have met. Her. I was so close. Nah, too far. I didn't know what was going on. Well. We have a mutual friend, and that mutual friend brought her over to us, and we were chatting, and you were just over there in your side of the parking lot <laughs> talking about God knows what. Terrible things. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's what happened. But then uh, Ashley went home because uh, she wasn't partying. You know, no. she's on a cleanse. I'm on a cleanse. So the, the show was wrapping up, and uh, the dudes I was with decided that we should probably get a beer somewhere. And then, uh, so we hung out and waited for the show to kind of empty. And then we, uh, went up to go say hello to the host and, and producer of the show, uh, Dave. And Dave was like, we're going to this place down the street, or we should go to this place down the street. Um, and so, uh, Dave Ross, Dave Waite, me, Danny Solomon and Sean O'Connor walked down the street and, uh, went to this place that I'd never, uh, a style of bar I've never been to before. And I've been to bars before lots of them. <laughs> are you sure people who so go to you, bars don't say that you walk into like a um like what would be like a like a liquor store it had wine and beer in like coolers like if you were gonna get them at a liquor store cold um and you could just grab one or whatever and what you do you can either just take it home like a package store but or you can go next door which is the same place. It's just like, you know, you, you go through a little area and then you bring that beer up to a bartender and then the bartender will uncork it for you, <laughs> like his beer can. And you have to pay an uncorking fee uh. and then they pour it in a, in a glass and then you can sit in like the lounge area and drink the beer. Um, and the beers were like very, very... Um, cheap for like how nice and interesting the different beers were and that's because there's a two dollar uncorking fee so you got to add two bucks on top when you do it and then it's it was really weird i've never done that before i didn't Mm. it's like such a odd way to sell beer but i guess they're getting away with something or does seem like that benefits them something's happened i mean the beers weren't astronomical they were very nice beers and so i was paying like less than six dollars before tip uh, for it so I, I don't know 
Anyway, it was just an interesting thing. And then I sat there and had a bunch of beers. And that's why I didn't want to be in <laughs> Disneyland the next day. <laughs> I want to talk about Beyond the Edge. Are um, you ready? I got the cast list pulled up. Oh, great. Our classic go through the names of people. Um, yeah, it's fine. I, we can talk about, about Beyond the Edge. I think the most interesting thing about it is, first of all, Beyond the Edge, CBS, it's like uh, the Amazing Race meets Survivor. Um, if it wasn't done by like the Meets survivor people, celebrity rehab, yeah, no apprentice, just a celebrity, celebrity, version of all that. Um, and big it's, brother, it's a heartwarming <laughs> thing because as they win, they they give the money to charity, and at the end, you don't vote anybody off, but like it's a tough contest. And at the end of every episode, the host Mauro Ranallo of NXT and UFC and or not UFC NXT and boxing announcer fame um he offers the chance to ring a bell to quit Nick loved that this guy was hosted first Marinalo is like an all-star wrestling announcer right and but he left famously the NXT for mental health reasons really yeah suffers with depression and I think he did not like working there, and it was making him depressed. But so, is ringing the bell is that a wrestling thing? No, they don't ring a bell in wrestling. You ring a bell to start the match, but that's boxing as well. But this is a classic, like ring the bell because you're quitting. Like mm. this doesn't. I don't think it's that's what they were going for. No. So you like this guy? Because the bell this that host. you ring is just like a bell with a hammer, and you go ding, ding, ding. Yeah. It's not like a big like. It's like a farm bell that on the show. Yes. Yeah. You like this guy? Oh, Mauro Ronaldo is awesome. I love him. I thought first off he seems to be Mauro wearing Mauro Ronaldo. He seems to be wearing transition lenses, yeah. which I immediately liked, yeah. and I'm on board. Oh, he's for. a great guy. So his politics are right. He seems like a really sweet guy, and he's a fan favorite. So you can allow yourself to fall in love with Mauro Ronaldo. Second off, I thought he did a good job of like hosting. He he wasn't, you know, he didn't come off as kind of like a little pompous in the way that Jeff sometimes does. Yeah. You know, I know people love Jeff. Uh, but I was kind of worried he might try and bring that energy to it because I kind of was like, is this celebrity survivor? And then and when I Googled it, it was a bunch of articles like why Beyond the Edge is not celebrity survivor. And I was like, okay, I, I get your point. I'm not going to read the article, but I won't call it that, call it that on the pod. But I liked him. He brought a good energy. Uh, yeah, he's known his big thing in, in, when he was at with the NXT uh, show as the lead announcer was that he would like slip like hip hop references into things. As oh, well. wow. But I can't cool think of any too. of them, but like, let's just say like, uh, um, uh, like <laughs> notorious B I G said, damn, that move was juicy. You know, like he would say stuff like that. Oh, um, that's fun. Um, he seems kind of old. He is old. Okay. He is old. I mean, he's not that. I'm sure he's, you know, he's walking around in the jungle. Yeah. Screaming and yelling. He ain't that. He's pretty Jeff's age, you know. So they're in the jungle. They're in Panama. And there's, I think, like nine of them. Yes, there's nine celebrities. And they are competing for a charity. Each have their own individual charity, like Nick said. And then they have, they bank money when they win things. And just for, I think, completing things as well. Like each time they... This, we saw this first episode, and the there were two teams, and the team that won got extra money, but the other team that didn't win also got money, which is good. I like that. I like that no one's not winning, you know, anything for their charity. Yeah. 
Um, all they got to sleep outside. They got to sleep. At, they do have to rough it. And Meta World Peace is not interested. Um, I, I'll say he's scared. He's scared of the dark. He was like really nervous in this first episode. Um, So here's my hot take. I don't like the show really. Wow. Boring. Wow. Didn't hold my, because there's no strategy. You're right. It's just, there's no game. It's not a game. No one's trying to get voted out. It's just like, I can prove that I can get in the mud and also sleep outside. Yes. It's like, okay, you were a pseudo celebrity or whatever. Used to be an athlete. Now you're camping and doing challenges and that's fun but like i want to know who's going to vote who out like it's, You're survi- it's survivor without the correct. tribal council but then they replace the tribal council with is this person going to quit so they they tr- they're trying to get that to be exciting but then like next next week somebody quits like it's probably meta world peace i don't give a shit i don't you know what i mean like i don't care if yeah the quits. stakes are not high it's like I'm not being like, is he, are they going to quit? Oh, no. Metaworld Peace isn't going to finish Beyond the Edge for his charity? No, it's, come on. Uh, so we'll see. I imagine I probably won't ever see another episode of this show. Wow. We'll really? See. Just because, like, our life right now, you, you're, you're, you've gone back to reading so hard that it's like s- the stuff that we choose to watch are really just the essentials. Yeah. And so... Survivor. I I don't see us having to plug up any holes. Yeah. Like happen sometimes where we're like, oh shit, what are we going to watch now? Well, let's throw that on. I just don't see that happening. I see if that's going to happen, it's going to have to be by myself and I'm not going to do it by myself. Mm. So we'll see. I might be wrong. Do you even want to go through this cat li- cast list? Yeah, sure. We, I, I don't remember one other person on the show, so... <laughs> Lauren Elena, she's like a country singer. She was on American right. Idol. She's a lot blonde. of country singers too. She was cute and fun. I liked her. I don't know her music, don't but I liked her. her her basic vibe. Meta World Peace. Nick already said that. Yeah, Ron seems Artest. like he's gonna quit. Quit. Seems like he's gonna quit. Um, Paulina Poriz Kova. Sure. Uh, she was. She is a supermodel, actress, and author. I cannot speak. Author. Yeah, I think I'm having like an allergy reaction. We just went on a walk and I feel like there's a lot of pollen in the air. It's affecting me, Nick. Ashley can't be outside anymore. We I can't. LA. Put this lady in a bubble. LA is like, it's, it's it's got its hand around my throat. Okay. Um, I know Paulina because first off, she is a famous supermodel. And she was a judge on America's Next Top Model. But I know her because she makes a lot of like she's a, a trending moment on Twitter or she at least has been twice in the past four years with kind of being very outspoken about how men do not give her the time of day now that she's older and how she was like, I'm still incredibly hot. I was a supermodel. Men will look right through me to like a 25 year old across the room. So Is she allowed to say that she's incredibly hot. She's like, yeah, she's like, I'm hot. She says that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But like, is what do you mean her, is she allowed? I mean, are we like now you're you're just hot if you claim you're hot? But I mean she is hot. You're saying it, so okay, yeah. that validates it in some way. I mean, you are a straight woman, but um She was hot for like three decades and the and she's saying the only reason I'm not considered hot now is because I'm old. Right. And we have to change that. Because older men are still considered hot. That's isn't that because women fantasize 
of bad older men in some way? No. <laughs> Gross. Like, I mean, what what makes, why Who would it? Who fantasizes about older men? I think like the idea of an older man is a tr- older man is attractive to a woman. No, never in my life has that been attracted, attractive to me. In fact, I like them young. So then what are you saying? You're saying, you know. You're, I like them look three years younger. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, The idea that she's like, I'm hot and these guys are not validating me. It means, like, well, those guys didn't find you hot. Are we moving on? That's what happens when this show sucks. Next up, we got Ray Lewis. (laughs) Ray Lewis killed a guy. You know what? I don't know if he did, but I did go. We don't know. He didn't go to jail. I think charges got dropped or they could not prove. There was a plea bargain. There was a plea bargain. He testified against the other two guys. Right, right. But like his suit never turned up. The guy's blood was in his limo. You know, it's yeah, a very, no, no. I mean, his Wikipedia page is frightening. This was a big joke, like one of those jokes that like go through like a, a, a this was a Michael Jer- uh, Jackson is a pedophile like joke throughout this guy's later career. And it stopped for a while um, because he just hadn't, hasn't been on TV in a while. And when he showed up on the show, oh, Ray Lewis, the guy, he killed somebody. Baltimore Ravens, great football player. Jody Sweeten. You know her for, as Stephanie Tanner from Full House. She's cute. She's fun. She's spunky. She was always my fave of the sisters. Now, I th- it's, isn't it interesting? She was so, uh, Stephanie was such a goofy little girl. Yeah. She grew up to be such a strikingly pretty woman. Yeah. Isn't it funny? Yeah. Um, also, on Big Brother with Ron Artest, my yeah. piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a little bond. Um, and uh, yeah, she was. She was a big part of the first episode. She was a big personality on mm-hmm. the first episode, and she carried a lot of the show. Mm-hmm. She's fun. She's bubbly. I'm happy to see her. She's probably the person I like the most so far. We have Ebony Williams, who was like, you might know me from The Real Housewives of, of New York City. And Nick was like, I don't know her. I think because she's on now. They, 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 uh, Bravo buckled. Mm. And brought a black woman onto the Real Housewives of New York. Finally, wow, how could they not have one seasons. on there? That's hey, it's wild. Just bravo. I, I gave up bravo. on Bravo. Yeah, the whole franchise seems like a sinking ship, the Real Housewives. Next up, we have Colton Underwood. You guys know him from The Bachelor. And then he came out after The Bachelor. That was a big story. I just remember the story. I'd never seen him before. I just saw pictures of him. I don't like know him or mm. like, I, I'm not like, he has a personality I like, but I was like, oh, I recognize this man's face. Yes. Um, next, we have Craig Morgan. He is also a country singer. This is what I don't like. I mean, this is CBS. Also, it's so churchy. There was there some praying. So pra- there That's, was a lot they do that, praying, they do yeah. that on uh, Survivor a lot. But it's usually with a little bit more scrutiny. There's always like another person like on the eye rolling in the like, background. Oh, I guess I'm praying with these people, which is what it would be like, you know. Um, here it was just like everybody's praying. Yeah, it was. Yeah, this guy is famous for songs known for songs such as the Redneck Yacht Club and this old boy. Um, yeah, he just seems like a guy. Next up, we got Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary, legendary coach in the NFL. Yeah, Nick was very impressed that he was going to be there. He I, is I a- couldn't believe it, actually. It was such an odd pull. And the fact that uh, Ron Artest, or not Ron Artest, that uh, Ray Lewis is on the show, too. It's just like weird that Ray Lewis and Mike Singletary are both, would not think they'd show, they'd show up on this show. Um, 
Mike Singletary, fucking old, like to be he's doing old, this. Yeah. He is a uh, he's a former NFL player and college football Hall of Fame honoree. He played for the Chicago Bears as a linebacker from 1981 to 1992 and has since been coaching for teams like the San Francisco 49ers and Los Angeles Rams. Um, he seemed like he was on a personal mission. At one point in the first episode, he says, I am here to see God. I want to yeah. see him um, on this, in this, you know, wilderness. Very uh, Christian, this guy. Yeah. He's, he's leading people in prayer, but also leading people in like coach, like pick me up, uh, inspiring uh, speeches. I, that was my favorite part was the new, he yeah, gave a little speech. Maybe I'll pop this on again, just here in the For cast. Him. I'm like, I'd like to see. You got to see what happens. I'll watch the second episode with you. I just, I'm so, I just like vote them all. Let's get, let's get dirty with it. You're hundred percent right. The fact that there's not a voting element really detracts yeah. from the show. Cause then there's no real like drama. Right. I, I like the drama. Well, there's not like, let's not forget. I got into this, this business because of the real world. There's no like uh politicking, you know, there's not yeah. any alliances being made. Yeah, there's no game talk. There's no game to be played. There's just like, can win. you put this puzzle together? Win, 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 no matter what. Yeah, we want to see Outlast, Outwit, Outplay. Speaking of, we watched the second episode of Survivor. Ashley, what'd you think? I'm in. I, I like this cast a lot. Me too. Um, I like... Well, you know, I didn't like it as actually... This cast is not as strong as the last cast. You don't think so? Nah, I don't. I don't Are actually. you just saying that because we're only on the second ep? Could be. Could yeah, be. Yeah, I think that's what's I don't going know. on. I don't know. That first cast really came out swinging. I love them. I remember being on this show and being like, this cast is great. Yeah. It's a good cat, like immediately. So we'll see. I don't know. I think that they're a, they're like I, the way that they're editing the, um, or like the way that they're incorporating the new rules yeah. and the way that this cast seems to be dealing with the new rules seems to be less of a, um, hurdle for them and it, it seems more uh a more smooth situation um so i do like that it didn't just feel jarring also you notice they got rid of that like do a puzzle at home thing yeah why i don't know it probably wasn't really working oh they got rid of that i didn't even notice and, and you notice jeff hasn't had i mean it's only been two episodes but jess ha haven't ha hasn't had like an extended conversation with us yet you're right uh, which i miss i hope they didn't get rid of that in like this cut of the show because yeah. they feel like it wasn't working you're right and you know what else hasn't happened jeff hasn't had like a conversation like can i say come on in guys he's not like talking to them about like the new environment that we're in right. and like you know this post covid world of like where we went we transformed as a society and like now things are different yeah like that's kind of gone it is it is yeah i'm uh I hope they do do that thing where it's like he's talking to us as they're like walking in. And Love stuff. that. I really liked that. Yeah. Like he's like addressing the camera and then all of a sudden you see the cast walking behind him and you're like, whoa, they had to do that in one take. Yeah. There was a mention of like, this is Survivor. Um, this is my favorite show. Like a little bit, which they did do a lot in the first season. I don't mind that either. I don't like when it gets hung up on like meta-ness in that way, but I kind of liked it. Um, but uh, it's a good season. It still has not. It has not picked up yet. We're not. In yeah, it's it yet. the second app. Second app. Yeah, so. but there are people that we like, right? 
I guess. Who yeah. do you like? I like um, I like the t- the team with like the very smiley gal that everybody on her team's like she might be annoying. Yeah. And the two guys like one's like really big and buff, and then the other one is like, um, they're like an odd couple. The two guys, yes. I find them to be fun. I like that team. Yeah, the smiley uh, gal was um, yeah, she's like the breakout star. They better keep her around for a while. Yeah. Um. She's bringing the wise. entertainment. Because uh, she does this thing, which is a great moment on the show. The dude who got voted out on episode one, the classic survivor move, when the the next competition they have between the tribes, uh, they go, and now is your first chance to get a look at the new, you know, whatever it's called, because yeah. the person's left and there's one less person of the team. And there's always like a little reaction, like, oh, they voted out that person. Um but the smiley gal uh, was like, uh, what? Oh, no. And then. Uh, uh, Jeff's like, what's going on? Yeah. And she's like, I had a crush on him. <laughs> yes. I-, I thought we can make it work. I mean, <laughs> maybe like, you know, like after Survivor was over. <laughs> what was that Survivor season where the one guy was like, um, I had a moment with Shannon. Was that her name? Remember the there was like the blonde Shan. lady. No, this is seasons ago where the guy they were they were like at a some sort of competition survivor competition different teams she's like a tall blonde girl and then the he was kind of like a metal guy i feel like he had like a skull handkerchief and they like looked across from each other or or he was saying like my team doesn't like me and she's like oh we like you and then he got voted out and he told jeff like it's okay because like i fell in love i like met my love here and like she knows do you remember that? Yeah, and then wasn't she was like, I don't know, the she fuck that like, guy's talking. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I don't have no idea what happened there. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, Survivor's um, great. Um, well, folks, I think that's been the episode. Uh, we appreciate you listening to us. Hey, how do we look? How do we sound on a Tuesday? Yeah, kind of. I think I sound bad. I think I'm having an allergy problem. Well, Nick, I- you gotta give me some Benadryl. Folks, I gotta go get some Benadryl. <laughs> so we better end this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, watch all those TV shows and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye.